And Shai, you might want to record just in case it's you want to use this. It's recording. It's recording. Okay. So, Cosa hurts his knee, right? Um, Cosa hurt his knee. And we needed to get some advice on, you know, he's a big professional athlete, so we have to get advice, you know, from everybody to know, like, what's the best thing to do about this knee injury. And uh, luckily, we have a cousin in Atlanta who's a very, you know, renowned um, orthopedic surgeon. So I say to dad, dad was visiting, and dad goes, um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a call because... Um, uh, we can at least chit chat with him on the phone and get get like a basic baseline advice. So dad's like, just let me call. So dad is standing to my left and it's Jose and then me. And we're sitting on a bench in the park. Dad calls Maurice and he's like, Hey, um, it's Roger. It's your, it's it, it, like, it, it's your cousin, Roger. And I, this is what I'm hearing. Roger, Fanny's husband. Yeah. Roger. I'm calling because Jose um, hurt his knee and, and we want to get some advice, but but let me just pass you to him because you, he'll be able to explain it better. And Jose like, looks at me like, no, I don't want to talk on the phone. And I'm like, Jose, he speaks Spanish. Just Our cousin speaks Spanish. Just explain it to him. Dad passes the phone to Jose and as he passes the phone, he looks at me and goes, he looks at me and he goes, he called him Jorge. <laughs> and I go, He's joking, Dad. He's joking. Like, and then in my head, I'm like, that's like a rude joke. So, Jose's talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, this is what happened." And he stops and he looks at me, and he's like, oh, "Lily, he doesn't speak Spanish." And I was like, "Yes, he does." He's like, "Well, he's he's joking, and I don't understand. Like, I don't understand on the phone. So just take it." So I take the phone, and I go, "Hey, I, it's Lily. I'm sorry. Um, like, Jose couldn't hear you on the phone. Well." Um, <laughs> Can you can you help us just like figure out what we should do about his knee injury? And he literally the guy on the phone goes, Who's Jorge? And I go, Maurice, like it's it's Jose, like stop. And he's like, Did somebody tear their ACL? Is it okay? And I go, Wait, are you are you not Maurice? He goes, No, my name's John. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's been way too many minutes since dad made the call. And he's like, I'm just worried. Who who tore their ACL? Who tore their ACL? And I was like, No, no, I, I think there's a mistake. Do you? He's like, um, I think my dad tried to call Dr. Joe's practice. Um, are you? I was like, Are, are you an orthopedic surgeon? He goes, No. I am not. And I was like, I think this is just a big misunderstanding. Jorge's going to be fine. Don't worry. I can't keep up now. <laughs> He's like, okay, fine. I turned to dad and I was like, seriously? He's like, that's why he was Roger? And my dad's like, I'm very Hello? And the guy was probably like, Roger? <laughs> with it. For, for like five minutes though, dad explained the whole injury. And the guy just kept going, Roger? Or he tore his ACL. Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Uh, I am pleased to say my voice is almost back to its buttery levels. I feel like it's like a lactose-free butter. I guess it's always a lactose-free butter, but right now it's it's almost back to its original tones. Lily, with how would my you... My voice, but with a little bit of margarine. Right, exactly. How would you rate this voice? Like your your voice with a little bit of margarine, Lil? Yeah. It's like me. It's like you're trying to be me, but you're like, just greased it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't okay. sound as... It's a little bit, like a little bit like maybe a, burned, a burned waffle. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like mm-hmm. a burned waffle. So, Lil, you're in the Canary Islands eating a delicious grapefruit. Eating a delicious grapefruit. I am. I have to say, like, can I just, for the people listening, my setup is serious. So I had my dad bring me to Europe tools to eat a grapefruit because I couldn't find them here because growing up we had the best like you cannot eat a grapefruit properly without a a double serrated knife 
like serrated on both sides because then it can cut all the little individual wedges and then a spoon that's gently serrated so you don't cut your tongue <laughs> i was wondering when dad brought it i was like Did that he, doesn't seem safe are, are those from, are those fine. are those from mom's stash because i think I don't they're know, actually from like our I, you can't get them where I live, so I went on Amazon and I found this package. And it sends you one serrated knife, double serrated knife, and then a little serrated spoon, so you can scoop out the little wedges. And let me tell you, game changer. Oh, all um, right. I kept like trying to use a normal spoon and squaring myself in the eye. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm in grapefruit heaven. Uh, when we were when we were young, mom showed us how to do that with a grapefruit and then pour sugar all over it. Yes, because everything we ate was actually still covered in sugar. Even like corn our, our Rice Krispies. We were taught oh. to pour white sugar on sugar. our Rice Krispies. Oh, so that good. would be like you'd be jailed as a parent for doing that today. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Certainly in Berkeley. Do you remember when you'd get like a nice dry scoop of sugar and just <laughs> dip it into the milk <laughs> and the Rice Krispies would just sit on top? And you, Allie's gonna hear this and she's gonna get anxious. But I'm just like, we weren't, so we weren't eating a sugar cereal, so we were eating Rice Krispies, but then we were allowed yet then to put sugar on it. To put white or just even like fruit, like if you were eating strawberries, you could put sugar on them, like no matter what you were eating. Oh yeah. You could oh. put the sugar, yeah. Do you remember, wait, one of the all-time greatest snacks was mom would give you just a bowl of confectionery sugar, and sugar. you'd slice, you you'd have to slice it. the strawberries, yes, because you'd have to get the wet part of the strawberry. you could dip stra- them in. Oh. That's right. Oh. Wow. And the other one was just eat spoonfuls of it. The other one was you'd take regular Cheerios and then you'd just pour honey all over them and make your own honey mm-hmm. with Cheerios. I have to say, mom can mom makes snacks really good. Oh yeah. 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 Mom mm-hmm. and Shy are for sure related. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Oh, that was a good walk. I'm down. sorry. Can, can you hear Mary crying yeah. in the yep. background? I can hear Mary. Yeah. I'm sorry. In between every word. put myself say. on mute. Tell us how you're doing and then mute your mic. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> wow, that's a little backseat hosting if I've ever seen. So. Wow. Um, <laughs> She's like scooping her grapefruit so, and hosting the show. Um, so the fires out here are really, really, really bad. They're crazy bad. And Mary and the dog have literally not been outside the house. Sabaka just goes outside to pee, but but Mary has not been outside the house for um, eight days, almost nine days, I think. And so that's why we we left the city and we came up to 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 Lake Tahoe for a couple of days so she could get some fresh air. So so that's like you know it's been I think it's been harder on 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 us probably than her i'm not sure how much she notices but anyways so it's good to finally be somewhere we can be outside but i actually sounds um, like she's not reacting very well to the fresh air well well more like to nap time but that's how we know she's my daughter because she does not like to be told to go to sleep (laughs) she will sleep when she wants so um i arrived home late last night from a work trip and sitting on the you know on the floor right when you when you enter my house was a gigantic box filled to the brim with the most amazing gifts from my sister. Oh, you got it. I got it. Whoa. Let me tell you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. It is officially done. To maybe wait till like your actual birthday though. Nope. Nope. I feel like, because then I can officially start celebrating now with my first card and gift and then I can celebrate all the time. I sent like a killer gift box. I also feel like in our family, the birthday gifts are a little bit of a moving target. Like when you find a gift of inspiration yes, for someone, true. then yeah. you get it for that. True. It's we like, are, we have like our own rhythm and our own system. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's a not an a, it's not an obligation. So it's not even a yearly thing. Right. Sometimes it can be twice a year. Sometimes you don't get a good gift for like three years. Yeah. But nobody um, gives you shit. And, and when you hit a moment of inspiration um, so for I someone, got, you just roll with it. Yeah. yeah. So I got um, quite a few gifts for Miri in there as well. Some very cool shoes for her. Like I got a pair. I got a pair of shoes. I got a very fashion scarf, as we like to say. It's fashion, fashion. The scarf. I'm very excited to wear it. Um, some soap. Uh, what else was in there? Volcanic soap with like volcanic, volcanic soap. I used it. I, I exfoliated with the volcanic soap. It was delightful. Like Will you get on the Canary Islands? No, no, it's just like, it's just um, like sand. The, it's like the black sand. sand. Soap. So you're just black sand in your soap. Yes, you have to sand in your soap. Well. It's your dream. You just scrub your body with sand. Scrubbing your body with handfuls sand. of sand. This sounds like a reverse yeah, gift. What's the opposite quality. of a gift? 
a, tr- a no, trick, no. like trick or treat. <laughs> a trick. It's a trick. Um, so I'm feeling very loved and very relaxed at the moment. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to hang with you two, except you guys have been a little snarky to me so far. So we'll see where this podcast goes today. Well, <laughs> no, I, I had a dream last Bye-bye. night. I had a dream last night that I was sitting with Alone and Josh. And two of our all-time closest friends and podcast guests, and they actually complained to me that we were too nice lately. So you never know, Beck. Maybe that's subconscious. It was subconscious. a dream, though. But it was a dream. You're right. But, clear, oh. you know. So I almost like call, wanted You're to like, call them up okay. today. You're like, that's okay. It counts for you as hanging out with your friends? You're like, now, when you have a dream about someone... And it's like it's obviously being fabricated in your brain, but you a little bit think that it's like them doing whatever they're doing to you, and like you want to call them up and be like, "What the hell?" Kind of because Alana. Um, Shoot, I forgot I was on mute. I know. I think I'm talking over you. So in the moment I wake up, I think that, and I get really upset, and then I have to just like rationally explain to myself this did not happen it is a dream but i found myself you know angry for a few days at my husband based on whatever wacky dream i've had <laughs> he was reasonable and um alana austin i had a dream about her recently and texted her wait i had a dream about her last night and i texted her this morning what? yeah she's like like maybe she's like a dream master well, my dream, she kept saying her, like, we were in our elementary school, which we all went to the same elementary school, but of course, they were, you were older than me, and she was your friend, but I, we, we were in elementary school, and she kept saying her name was Shoshana. Whoa, wait, and wait. I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I was, like, arguing with her, and I, when I, and then when I texted her about it, I was kind of like, I'm a bit annoyed. So, like, why here, did you? here's my dream. My like, dream. Obviously, it was great. My dream about her was that she came to visit me only... She like was sort of just like casually dating Alun, who is not our Alun, but Alun Shoshana's husband. And I kept trying to find out what Weird. happened to her husband Weird. Jason and Whoa. what happened to Alun and Dude. being like, what happened to them? And no one would give me a straight answer. I texted her about this oh this God. morning and did not get a response. So. Guys, guys, I have some news for you. Dreams mean nothing. They have no meaning whatsoever. Okay. It's just a bunch of weird. garbage. No, no, no. As someone who dreams pretty much every night, I can tell you it's just a bunch of garbage in your head that's been garberated around into nothing and then just, just gets, you know, processed it's out. It's literally, yes, it's like a shitty, it literally means nothing, <laughs> has no significance. Don't think about well, it. Well, Alana Austin, you Except are Except it is kind of weird that in that Lily's... dream... She told me that her name was somebody else, and then you dreamt she ended up with that. Like she stole that person's husband, which is way obvious that you're stole. watching Riverdale. Like, I couldn't get it. Like, uh, you're I watching a lot of Riverdale. Oh, that that could be. So, it. all right. Should we segue? Yeah. Are we ready to segue? We're, we're, we're going to segue. You know, so something that Lily and I have been thinking and talking about a lot for a while has been Instagram, uh, which we are all very active on. And there are some amazing things on Instagram. There are some incredible artists like our dear friend Lindsay, Afros XII, and other amazing folks. And But then there are also some like little bits of the Instagram world that drive us bananas. And I think we need to we need to get this out. We need to talk about this today. We're not gonna name any names because we're not I, jerks. No, we're not jerks. And I also like that we can open the door here to other people on Twitter, if they would like to share their Instagram fetch lists with us. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure there's people that have, like, tons of stuff that, like, I mean, yeah. the fakeness to it. There's, you know, people and I'm sure that people are hate, clearly fake. I hate some of my Instagram stuff, too, so I accept no, the hate. No, possible. Possible. That's not possible. <laughs> not possible. I enjoy going back through someone's Instagram and watching them progress over time and how... It, they've You're evolved in, how, in how they've evolved into what they are now uh, as the most a great person on Instagram, and you see how they've really honed it. Well, it is, I will say. That is true. I think you have to assume that anyone who becomes your Instagram friend is going to scroll through all of your Instagram from the to the beginning. Oh yeah. So, Lil, do you want to tee up our our chief complaint from today? Okay, I'll just say that 
so Shai and I, like a long time ago, Shai introduced me to this one Instagram profile again. Not going to mention names. It's not necessary to like actually bully people, but um, because this is also typical. That, this isn't one particular person. This is this could be yeah, anyone, but this, this is one particular person that we realized made us think of this. Like semi-famous, not really even really famous, but um, they are an athlete in some sense and. Uh, there's some interesting stuff between them because Shai was like, between us and this person, Shai was like, oh, I think you'll like, you know, the the videos and stuff, whatever. It's in the realm of, um, let's just say martial arts. We'll just put it out there. I just feel like you're giving too many details to not say who it is. Like like you either should have just said nothing or said who it is. Now you've just given so many details. It's annoying to not know who it is. Where if you, like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to understand why I need all this backstory. So just edit it out. Now I'm getting bullied. I'm just gonna well, bully somebody else. Well, yeah. all I'd say is you guys started it before, before we started recording the show. You started with me. All right, I'm, I'm bringing it today, <laughs> Lily. Okay, just so cut to it. None of anyway, this backstory so, matters at all for the record, Becky. <laughs> so exactly Shai, what I'm saying. None of this backstory matters. So just don't so give Shai us the backstory. This is like the this first three profile. episodes of a Netflix series. Any Netflix series. Oh my god, just let me talk. <laughs> um, um, so Shai and I start following this person and sharing the posts with each other and be like, oh, did you see this new post? And did you see that? And like, wow, this person's amazing and this is so cool. And then individually on our own, we sort of become less and less intrigued by this person. And then it, it, I did not realize that Shai was also like getting super annoyed and there was a lot of like PDA photos and stuff and I was starting to get annoyed um, and then one day Shai just like texts me this like snarky line that like this person had said well it puts like a snarky tone on it and I was like oh my god you're turning too and I'm like me yeah he's like yeah this is getting like it's gross and I'm done and I was like me too as well and it's sort of this evolution that we both had um, I noticed a pattern of when people quote themselves saying quotes that sound super deep and at first you're like whoa this person's amazing and then after about three or four or five of these posts you start repeating them back to yourself or say the quote to somebody else and they're like oh my god i can't believe someone can get away with this and i am embarrassed that i thought that was very smart should i roll out bring us one of them so so becky what we're i'm gonna do is i'm gonna read you two and you're going to have to tell me which one yes, is real, which one is and, real. Sp- and which one is right. fake, okay? This is already my favorite game we've ever played. Okay. So number one. <laughs> she was life itself, wild and free, wonderfully chaotic, a perfect put-together mess. And then there's a key emoji after it. Then, okay, so then follow this one. They're in the notes, so you can follow along. It's the first one on the list. All right, then we'll bounce down a little bit lower. Fly like a blade, sharp as your gaze. And then there's a pic of, like, the person doing a jump kick. Which one of those is Well, Well, obviously the second one, because you said it was a martial arts account. Nope. The first one is real. First one. (laughs) (laughs) Should we read it again? It's so bad. That was the one that made me go, like... Oh, Shai, really? Are we really obsessed with this person to following? She was yuck. life itself, wild and free, wonderfully chaotic, a perfect put-together mess. And it's like a picture of herself just looking super pretty. To her credit, super pretty person. And then Keaton. Wait, so, wait, I, so then I understand. And this a good person posted that, a picture of themselves with this quote about themselves. I think this so. Her, yes, yes. <laughs> this is a thing. People put quotes up all the time as if they're like deep quotes by the Dalai Lama per se like for example and they're not they're just like so here's another one so what happened was Shai and I started writing these quotes back and forth to each other and just making up all different kinds of deep thoughts she's like fire but you'll never see her flame and then it has the emojis of eyes flames and the Spanish flag next to it or the darkest night produces the brightest stars, both with pictures of themselves. Okay, so the second one, the darkest night produces the brightest yeah, that's stars. that's the real one. That's the on. real one. But yeah. they're both equally terrible. Yeah. Uh, isn't the first one a real one, too? It sounds like a real one. No, it's not. I made that up today. All right. <laughs> now, okay, so now here's, here's, here's one of the longer ones, okay? 
She is a velvet rope that you'll never get behind. She's the whole VIP lounge. And then the emojis are a flame, three drops of water, a steak, lips, lipstick, mermaid, and a dancer. Or she is the sun that catches my stars in the rush of the moon. Hashtag live your dream, pick of themselves. Pick what? One of those is actually real. No, it's one of those, of those real. Can be real. I don't neither think neither. Of those I don't think either of those are real. Are either of those real? I think neither of those, of those might be can fake. be real. The steak emoji is the weird. Is what's throwing <laughs> me off. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, anyway, okay. so I. I to the Twitter sphere, I want to hear your IG complaints. Yeah, don't 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 name people anyone. People quoting specific. themselves. Yeah, we don't want to bully anyone. We don't want name. We don't need names. We just want to know what annoys you what people do, because Shy and I officially cannot handle when people deep quote themselves. But but to be fair, we have not unfollowed or ever said anything mean publicly. We still follow and enjoy and just text each other privately. Yeah, exactly. Because like <laughs> we're, we don't want to be mean in public. So, anyways, and and if you have your own fake deep quotes, though, we are interested in those. Hundred percent. But it's not like if one it was of... somebody really, really famous, we would absolutely say who it is because who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> famous people don't have feelings. No, that's that's what mind. Lily's getting at. What I'm getting at is that like we are not the three of us are not the worst trolls a famous person encounters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now speaking of famous people, there's a group of famous people that we really love, and that is the stars of the Pitch Perfect movie, the Pitch Perfect series, and it appears that. A few of them led by um, uh, a few of them led by Rebel Wilson posted an Instagram um, posted an Instagram picture holding their number the number four in their hands talking about how much they love hanging with each other and look it was, how excited Becky is oh my god look at Becky's face right now I know wait someone well, take, I gotta take a picture yeah take a picture of my face because I'm like, like, really? Mike, ready? One, two, three. That's Becky's face. Did you get my that? face too? Yeah. So yeah, because that's how I feel about so it. So this is so this is big news. I say this also because I happen to have been playing the Pitch Perfect soundtrack for the kids in the car over the last for the kids for the kids. Oh no, I love I love Pitch Perfect one and two soundtracks. I have a whole playlist of just the songs from that. But as a result of driving around playing with them, it's one of those things where at first they're like, Daddy, we don't want to hear songs we don't know. And then they realize they know some of the songs, particularly Timber, because that's a big Alley favorite. And you know it. We know there's a video yeah. of her dancing at, dancing to it at my wedding. Yep. It's pretty and, epic. And oh, my God. Can you please ask Allie if you can turn that into a GIF and put it on the internet? Okay. Get on that. Right? I'll be on that. Yeah. In fact, Twitter, if you're listening... Please send demand. The, demand it. She does like a running man move to it where she's like, it's like also, a, it's more like a push up. Like it's, it's like a push up running man. She's doing a push up and a running man at once. Hey, but then really getting into she, the, she is the party. Into the hop of it. She is the party. Um, so it then resulted in me recount because the kids then ask a lot of questions about the different characters. And I essentially recounted them the plots of the first two movies in driving around the other day. So as you can tell, I am super excited about any future entrance into the series. How do you feel about a fourth Pitch Perfect movie? Becky? I feel like once they did number three, they can make seven of them and it would be fine. <laughs> I feel the True. opposite. And I, and I would be happy about it. I'd be more than happy to watch them. I'm just saying, like, once you did number three, do as many as you please. I'm it sorry. I'm, I'm like... I'm done. I think it's, I, I I don't know. I'm one of those. I I I am very much of the belief of like you. Once you take it, like I'm even worried about Toy Story four. Once you get into four, when you start counting, I think once you do four, you can do ten. Three is still respectable. But once no, you're getting into the realm, one. not this third one. Oh, you just want them to redeem themselves? No, I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is that they like they jump the shark with it. So at this point, make as many as you want, and we'll, they'll just be you know. Oh, so Becky's saying that if the third one had been a perfect ending to the series, you would be a little bit be more mad. concerned. Exactly, but because like the Toy Story was just like token at that point, make as many as you want. We love you. Do it. Whatever uh, makes you happy. Bless your heart. So I had gone on record saying that I would watch the Pitch Perfect guys uh, gang. 
ladies, Barton Bellas, in any scenario, because I love the character so much, yeah. the third one really pushed the boundaries of that. Right? <laughs> Particularly, like, but, but because I'm, of the like, fact... I'm, I've got my Anna Kendrick singing quota full. I'm done. <laughs> Like, so because out. but because but it actually it comes back to the staying true to the characters i think if the characters are evolve and you're going to stay true to them that's fine but there's this one element of pitch perfect three which involves the becca character becoming a solo artist after they spent all of pitch perfect two making her a behind the scenes producer that didn't feel real so i want a fourth one to redeem the series i want the a fourth one but but also because I like the third one enough that I would still watch those characters kind of do anything. Like maybe they should open up a restaurant where they sing. Oh yeah, or maybe they could go perform at Veronica's Speakeasy. Riverdale. Oh, <laughs> that would be that would that'd be a crossover I'm watching. That would be a crossover we're all waiting for. L- Lon's just fainted when you said that. Uh, Everything goes back to Riverdale with you guys. Everything uh, goes back to Riverdale. Um, Lily, so what would you do, or Becky, either one of you, what would you do for a fourth Pitch Perk movie? I just, I just threw it out there. I'm like, I'd like them to be opening up a restaurant, maybe in Miami. Oh, um, I see what you mean now. Like saving a saving. I was like saying, a, what would you do to not have to watch it? I didn't realize what you had meant. No, what would you okay. do for the right. movie? <laughs> Hold on. This one. You know what? I actually know what I would do for like part six or seven. Uh, so okay. this will like okay. So like part six or seven. I don't but, see Pitch Perfect becoming a Fast and the Furious franchise. No, I don't see it happening. Actually, because in, because in number seven, <laughs> what fun. they do is in number seven is their college reunion, and they go back and they battle the boys. That's a great idea. Before just it doesn't have to be number seven. Just flash them into the future. I just feel like no, like number four would be too soon for that. Like they have to do something like open up a music school or uh, or go and like perform it, like go on tour and do like nightclubs, like something like that, and then like. Uh, Movie number six or seven is when they have the, the the college reunion and go back and they have like um, an acapella of the ages battle, and then like the boys get to come back and then you get to like bring in some like amazing. Is Adam Divine in the fourth one? I don't know, but I, so so that's if what I was going to come to. I know the movie is absolutely about girl power and I love the empowered female characters, but I think one of the things that they did well in the movie is they drew out some really fun male characters that I really missed in the third movie. There was Adam Devine's character, Bumper. I kind of want to know what's going to happen with him and Amy. And uh, you've got Jesse. I can't believe they just kicked Jesse to the curb for that record producer guy. Skylar Axton Lipstein, or whatever his name is. I love that guy. Bring him back. He's married to Anna Camp. Anna Camp, exactly. So where is he? In real life. And, right. and of course, is it Benji, the name of the Benji and Emily well, now story? Now he's super famous. He's the most famous of anybody. Really? Now. Wait, why? Well, he was on that famous, he's in, he was in that, um, that like super famous Broadway play that won all the Tonys. Is Broadway not included on this podcast in terms of pop, pop culture? <laughs> is it Evil Dead the <laughs> Musical? Do, I think he was in, we don't, I think we don't do Broadway shows? Sorry? <laughs> no. What's his name? I think Platt? he's Jersey Boys. No, Jersey no, Boys. Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening. No, no, no. no. Okay, no. we can't just Let's name Broadway shows now. <laughs> one of those. And it was Adam Devine is definitely the most famous. That's fine. No, Anna the guy that Kendrick shot, is ben. the one who's the most famous. I'm pretty sure she of that group was nominated <laughs> no, for an Oscar. Boys. Oh, of the boys. Of the boys. Of the boys. Yeah, yeah, Adam Devine, Devine is now the most famous of the boys. But I would say like. It was like internationally, I don't know, or or artsy wise, the Ben Platt or whatever Platt guy, super famous for playing that on Broadway, the guy that has the cast. Oh, fine, make me open. Yeah, we obviously have no idea. None of us have any idea. P.T. Barnum. I'm, I'm just Peter naming Pan. random Broadway shows where men. The Man say, of La Mancha. I don't. Oh, Man of La Mancha. Remember when we all saw that together? Uh, nope, because fucked out of my mind. Muttle. Ben Platt. Okay, uh-huh. this is a sidebar. I'm not interested in. I have to get. I have to okay. do a money heist thing. I have to. I oh yes, please. Notes, yes, I, but we have I, to I, do a full app with. Uh, I just want to. So, anyways, okay. So the last thing I wanted to ask is, no, I think that's it on Pitch Perfect Four. Pitch Perfect Four. 
Um, okay, sorry. Money I'm Heist. On... All right, we're, now we're into what we're watching. What are we watching? You're watching Money Heist. You finally finished it? Um, so, <laughs> hold on a sec while I put in my uh, headphones. Am I, am I watching it? No, because I finished it. Because I've been watching it. Maniac. Um, I needed to be away from home so I could like watch like four episodes at a time. I have a few things to say. First of all, first of all, Inspector Raquel Murillo is the worst cop of all time. Worst I think you're being officer no, in the I think history you guys are being too hard on her. No. She's going through a difficult divorce. Her husband, her dick husband is trying to take away her kid. She was abused. Well, Everybody okay. in the precinct is defending really, him really, and not her. I get her. that. I, and get I think that. she's in the like middle, in I mean, the middle of a massive no. she's like, you know what, guys? She goes on a date. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like this is, you people. This is like I need day some, four. I need some time for myself. This is day three of the biggest hostage negotiation of my life. I think I'm go on a date like right you now have a, have a date. You have a coffee. number two the professor looked exactly like a spanish version of ike Barinholtz. <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys i was that? like shine I, had a dinner with people from all over the world recently when, for work like from multiple multiple countries and they all love the show but nobody thought that okay so when they do the american version because they eventually will i uh, no. have to play him because uh, he looks just like him un- okay I, another american casting for the number three number three where is my sequel where i get to follow nairobi and helsinki being roommates where is my sequel? And I'm not going to even say number four because I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen okay. it. Well, but I will say this. The, the Netflix has ordered its own series for a special sequel. Yeah. So, like, the, it was made in Spain. They're, and then right. Netflix oh God, was like, we'll take the sequel, the people. So we'll take, <laughs> yes. Good. Oh, However, thank you, Netflix. I have thank to say, you. like, you're throwing money at the right problem, Netflix. <laughs> you are. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I 100% like we don't need another superhero show on Netflix but we do need more we money need I agree but I'm sort of like I don't want it to lose it's like rid- there's so much ridiculousness in it that oh, it's, it's so good no it's gonna be even better it's so good okay well, are you ready so. for my last thing my last thing I want to say about it are you ready for my last thing I'm gonna say about it Lily yeah. I bestow upon you I told you show <gasps> ah! <laughs> you, have to, you have to call her a genius <laughs> You are a genius. It is because of your Spanish connection that you brought this to us. You made you, I doubted everybody. you. you yeah. I doubted you. I thought Berlin. I was. Gonna, I literally couldn't watch a show because he drove me so crazy. He was so disgusting and weird. And I have to tell you, I have come around. You get the full I told you show genius status. Everyone watch this show so worth the binge oh yeah this oh again God, for me now great. to watch foreign television the scene shows. with tokyo on the motorcycle yeah i can't even deal i can't I even like deal on it my has like we need to do a whole separate episode cross- it has like every star cross lover storyline you could possibly want it literally was made in a lab for me yeah. <laughs> an inexplicable nudity inexplicable oh, yeah. nudity um and it's like, like they're just like in the I last like, couple in last in couple Spanish. episodes, they're just like, Denver, you're just not going to wear a shirt for like the last two, three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that. All right, so who's your MVP of the series, Becky? Nairobi. Nairobi? No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Nairobi. No, or Denver. I mine, don't know. It's one mine of, was one, Nairobi for a while, Nairobi. and then they kind of drop her out of the story a bit, and I came back the, to yeah. Denver. Yeah, Denver. Denver's Denver's my 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 MVP because I feel like he evolved the most out of any of the characters. Actually, truthfully, Tokyo evolves quite a bit too, but she's not my MVP. I do not like Tokyo. Well, yeah, but um, but Denver. Well, now my now MVP. we really all have to see Elite. Yeah. Where, oh, no, I'm I'm gonna like start in high school. The Spanish wait. Riverdale. Oh, good, good. Spanish Riverdale. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Riverdale. speaking of wait, we have to talk about Riverdale. I just like binge watched for you. I like literally. I know. I know. Have, I've been away for a week. I got home, woke up this morning, and I was like, "Sorry, husband, I'm gonna have to watch three episodes of Riverdale while you drive me up to Lake Tahoe. I will not be talking to you. And then when we get there, I'm gonna podcast." So I want you so, to. I want you to just let people understand. Riverdale's a thing. And it's time to get on it if you haven't gotten on it, because however bananas season one and two are and, and enjoyable, season three is on a level of insane 
that I cannot handle and I love. I can't mm-hmm. stop watching it. So, Becky, tell us where you are in the show right now. Like, where do you come in in season three? What, okay, what things so are going on? Because I'm a few episodes before ahead of you. Okay, I have to, I'm unfortunately. And Lily, please long. react. You can review the episodes as Becky talks. So here's where I am. I have to, sorry guys, I have to, I'm running out of battery, so you can't see me now. Um, Where am I right now? Right now in the show, we're kind of at the, at the, I think at the, kind of like the end of act one of what will happen in the story as in the the big monster or bad guy of the season has been like officially introduced maybe not even officially introduced i'm at the like story wise everyone is about to start playing griffin and gargoyles and griffins also known as g and g g G and g everyone's about to start playing g and g um archie is in prison fight club um we know that Every single parent of all the characters we follow have some sort of deep, dark secret together. Um, that what unites else? Oh, and, them. And that unites them. And and Veronica has opened up a speakeasy. That serves no alcohol. Veronica? No, but it serves, it no, serves alcohol. no alcohol. It only serves, serves no alcohol. Juice. It only serves so it's mocktails. A prohib- prohibition era. So it's only because she doesn't want, she wants to run her business on the legit up and up. But I have to say, how old is she? How old is she supposed to be? So here's a point I want to bring up. Does she not have money? Hold on. It's a, no, she owns pops now. It's a whole thing. Um, So, (laughs) so listen, at the beginning of the season, it's established that they're starting their sophomore year. Now, if you had told me they were all repeating their senior year, I would believe it because I don't know when they have time to go to school, let alone do schoolwork. <laughs> when they're running businesses, they're gang kings, they're solving murders. Like, if you just told me, like, oh, we all failed our senior year because none of us went to high school, I've been like, fair enough. You didn't believe that. So that's for me the only plot. <laughs> and we were all implicated in multiple murders. M- multiple murders. Uh, um, so, yeah, so this season of Riverdale, for anyone who is not watching, has a role-playing game craze across the town of Riverdale. Like, has, like a sex role-playing game? No, no, no. It's like Dungeons & Dragons. It's called Griffins oh. and Gargoyles. <laughs> and it has a mysterious villain called the Gargoyle King. At least yes. one character from the comics has been murdered by the third episode. And yeah, one there's as well. such a murdery town. It's a very murdery town. Also, you know what I have to tell you? I hope she evolves because really by season three, like, when is someone going to murder Ethel Moggs? Like, I'm very over her character. <laughs> oh, She's like... so annoying. Um, I'm done with her. Well, uh, I think there's still more to happen with Ethel Muggs, played by Barb. I'm saying they, she should evolve or, like, get out of town. She yeah. just, like, devolves into a more irritating but character. The, the, Although I do appreciate how annoying Betty finds her. She's like, oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> and the Crazy Pants MVP is consistently Madeline Patch oh. Oh. as Cheryl Blossom, as a character Cheryl I Blossom didn't even pay attention baby? to in the comics. <laughs> Cheryl. Is she um, even in Cheryl the comic? Cheryl Blossom is... I don't remember that. She's not a I don't character. remember either. Cheryl Blossom is a vision... She's wonderful, and she entertains at every every moment. Every moment she is on screen, and she's pure pure delight. And Lily, she has a bow and arrow and attacks people with it, like straight up vigilante like, I justice. I can't with the show. <laughs> so, I anyways, just can't. Riverdale season three, hey, Becky episodes five and six need to be screened in a movie theater where people like Rocky Horror style. Like are you sing along. Of the fact that it's going to be a musical? No, it, neither of those are musicals. But like the episode five is the one where I think it's episode five where they do a flashback and all of the characters play their parents in the eighties slash nineties. Sorry, I forgot I was on mute again. Oh, oh I, wow. I, yeah, I read about that. It was amazing. I read about that. Like- is that kind of weird nope. that like super awesome all the no no that i mean that all these parents like fooled around with each other and now all their kids are or like it's like very incestuous relationships like, like a bit creepy i feel like if you grew up in a small town that's that happened in montreal i feel like in montreal you like any of the kids whose parents grew up there like all went to grad together which is prom in canada prom in canada okay now related to riverdale 
I believe in the same universe is a show that Lily and I are it, it is in the same universe. Um, yeah. Is Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, which is an excellent show. What's interesting is that it seems to be getting a lot more critical acclaim than Riverdale, even though... Um, because it... Yeah. Like, because it's somehow... Guys, it has demons, witchcraft supernatural events and yet it's somehow more realistic (laughs) (laughs) there there so um lil do you want to share anything about sabrina or just that you recommend it just it was going to be my big wreck i 100 percent recommend it last week i shouted it out to lons for for recommending it i did not so would you give her an i told you does she get an i told you show Oh, yeah. Lon's definitely gets in. I told you show because that was a show that had you told me to watch it. I would have been like, I'm sorry, have we met? I don't watch those kinds of shows. And I give credit to bronchitis because I was so sick. And I was like, I can't. Yeah, I can't watch anything important. And I started watching it and I was just like, oh, my God, there's some this. You know, I'm like, this show has something. I can't really put my finger on it. So, uh, it's great lighting. Miranda Otto is fabulous. And the other um, the woman that plays Hilda. Lucy Davis. Uh, Lucy Day, she's fabulous too. I mean, those are great actors um, on the show, and the girl that plays Sabrina is very not annoying, which is That's, awesome. So that was my question: is that I was I've almost done the first episode, and I'm watching it, going, "Huh, I really like this character." I mean, yeah. I like her acting, I like her look, I like her style. I was like, "Wow, I hope she continues to like be so watchable." She's very watchable even when she's a bit annoying she's super watchable and the story's going down like a you know shy you're kind of like in the middle and then it takes a very clear path like it's clearly they're you know working towards you know an arc here and um and yeah it's 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 a lot of fun it's definitely a lot of fun it's scary like if you're shy it's definitely scary so don't i would not watch this before bed it keeps maybe that's why i keep having nightmares maybe uh, but it's a lot of fun, and I want to say that it's also like a huge show in Dippity for me. That I this show I found the show by accident, and um, I'm enjoying it. I have only two episodes left, and I'm that's what I like. I know other people watch and then rewatch when they really love something. I slow down to the point where it could be oh, months yeah. before I finish it. I'm I'm with you. I'm so with you. yeah. All right. I'm loving it. All right. Um, anybody I, else? I I have other recs if you want to just yeah, uh, just keep keep them coming. I don't mean to host, but since I have experience, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm going to say that I watched Crazy Rich Asians um, and somehow got Jose to watch it. I w- it was like The Meg, this show, this movie. Whoa, sorry, he said he was waiting to see The Meg with me. Well, you've seen it already, so That's he fine. feels like. He can see it, but you is have to buy. The- want, is anyone going to watch it with me, or am I on? Oh, my no, own we're program? definitely buying the Meg. I'm going to watch yeah. the Meg okay, over I and over. Would, again. I would really like to watch the Meg when we're all together. That's I'd love that. And Great. so, so we was between the Meg, this this movie Alpha that got really good reviews. I it's like about like a, the first dog. Yeah, like the the prehistoric man who gets saved by a wolf. I was like, it got really good reviews, but you know those movies where you're like, oh, that wolf dies, and I don't want to see that. So <laughs> that poor wolf is going to bite it, and I don't want to go through all that. And then it was like Crazy Rich Asians. There's literally nothing uh, available. And, um, and I was like, okay, well, whatever. We'll just watch more Walking Dead. And... And uh, Jose was like, no, fine, we'll watch Crazy Rich Asians. And I was like, no, no, I, I'm not going to make you watch that movie. He's like, oh, twist my arm. Let's watch it. And uh, I was like, you just want to see the fancy things in the love story. <laughs> and uh, there was fancy things in that movie that I had never even heard of. It's such a fancy movie. Ooh, like um, what? Like, I did not know it was possible because even I've seen some Kardashians and they don't have this to go on a plane, I guess, because they have their own plane. That's why. But you could go on a commercial flight and get your own bedroom with a bed that like a like a like a double bed to lie down and go to sleep. in, And they give you pajamas. But I think that costs as much as your own plane. Isn't that ticket like thirty thousand dollars? I don't know. But I was like. I've never even seen an aircraft that can do that. So that was fascinating. Um, the clothes are really fun. And then uh, this, the, the, the acting is great. The, um, the, 
Uh, Aquafina's hilarious. She's great in it, and uh, it's a lot, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I didn't see the, I didn't read the book, so I can't compare. But it was, yeah, it's, it's a, a silly fun time, and it makes you realize that like you thought you like might have understood what rich means, but wow, apparently that's you know Singapore seems well, like it's the movie like, takes place in Singapore, right? Yeah, yeah which Singapore Becky said gigantic shopping mall when you were there. And it's like there's this weird thing about Singapore where I think all the stores are more expensive there than anywhere else, but then people go to shop there to say they got it in Singapore so that people know, like, if you're buying all these designer labels, you're not just buying it. You're buying the most expensive version of it. Cause it's Whereas, like, Jews just try to get the cheapest version of yeah. a designer label. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you like got it all, at an like, outlet, you're way more no, respecting no. than like, if you pay no full price. Wholesale who's going to, like, sell it to us for a deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know a guy. Actually, actually, I know a guy. Recently, I just recently pulled that, and I got a mishpacha discount on some work I'm getting done in my house. That's great. True. Mm-hmm. Um, great. So I recommend that. I also um, wanted to ask you guys a quick question. I'm sorry, I'm looking at. I had it written down so I don't forget. Just before you guys do your recommendations, I don't want to forget to ask. I'm planning to make rice krispie squares tomorrow. This mm. is very serious. Nobody here, you can't get Rice Krispies squares. They don't exist. You can't get Rice Krispies. Little fun fact. I didn't know that until I tried to go make Rice Krispies squares. But you can so, get chocolate chocolate frosted flakes, which are amazing. Yeah. We have you some can, very interested, interesting cereals. You can make Rice Krispies squares with any cereal. You could do Cheerio, Fruit Loop, a box that I. Flake. I had brought home from the United States, so I have it in my house. And my question is, I don't remember really how to make it, and I feel like, Shai, you are a crispy uh, connoisseur. Do you just have any advice for me? Is there anything I need to know? I mean, was it... which? which... I did. I went on the internet, but I was like, oh, you know what? Shai knows. Shai really knows how to make this. Actually, Mm. the one time we tried to make it as kids... We froze them by accident. We we put, blew up the microwave. No, no, we yeah we microwaved a bunch of marshmallows and Rice Krispies. The marshmallow extended to like the ceiling, then it went back down into the bowl, a Corel bowl that Mom had, and then we were like, oh, these are too mushy. We better freeze them, and so we put them in the in the fridge, and then they congealed so much that Mom had to throw the like we were trying to cut them with like by banging nice knives pick. into it. Oh, I remember that with like a pick. So you're not. I thought I don't know why, but I feel like you really know I, now. I like to eat them. Cold. I like to eat them. Oh, I what do you guys think of sprinkling chocolate on the top of That's like cool. a? a that's fine. Some... I mean, like, listen, I the reality like... is that these days there's no rules when it comes to Rice Krispie squares. People do all sorts of crazy stuff to it. Yeah. I'm a purist, so I don't know that you could get me to eat that, but you, it, there's no boundaries when it comes to the Rice Krispie you know, treat. Mom makes Take great... it wherever your heart desires. Mom makes great ones. Katie, our Can neighbor. Can you throw in some Katie... salty pretzels? Mm. Katie Jones makes some amazing ones. What did you say about salty pretzels? What? Throw in some, throw in some salty pretzels. Get like a little salty pretzel and Rice Krispie action. Is that Maybe a thing? No, but that's a great idea, know. Becky. I, I respect I that. The that, thing just now. that. That well done. That's what I said. You know, let it let your creativity um, flow. I, I think I I am a little bit of a purist. I think chocolate is a is a good addition. Um. So you can always go with chocolate. But I would say think about how you want to use that chocolate. Do you want to put it in the Rice Krispie Square and melt it? No, no. Do you I want was to drizzle just going to do like top? a design on top. Are you going to do a drizzle, drizzle like top. a drizzle design? Or are you going to do like a ganache situation? Ganache? What is this California yeah, chocolate like you have? He's very saying. fancy. You ready? You're going to do brown butter Rice Krispie Squares and... Name them the. Oh, like I, I have a kid who's buttery, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, Rex, that's, mm, I, I've already done mine. Yeah. I've got, I'm ready to move to shout outs. Are you guys ready for shout outs? Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, I got some shout outs. So, speaking of Riverdale, Lon's introduced me to a podcast called Riverdale After Dark, um, which is hilarious, Becky. Hilarious. Okay, I'm, I'm going to start listening today. I feel like instead of watching the show, I'll just listen to the podcast. I think you could, you do, could that. do that. It's as good, it's hilarious. 
Um, like I was, I was quoting the podcast on Twitter the other day. I want to give a shout out to an artist. He goes by the, his last name is Falk, F-A-L-K, and his artistic handle on, on Twitter and Etsy and Instagram, or on Instagram and, and Etsy, is Falk This Nonsense. And he He's, That's a great handle. Yeah, he's a really talented artist, and I ordered a couple of prints for my fellow Gold Nerds podcast hosts who are huge Halloween fans, and he did a Corpse Bride and a uh, Jack Skellington watercolor, and I sent them to them because uh, they're both huge fans of the holiday season of Halloween. And so, um, and he was really nice and really fun to communicate with. And so, folks, if you're looking for a cool artistic gift to get someone, check out Falk This Nonsense on Etsy. And um, uh, I want to just continue my, my usual shout out to the All Star Comic Con guys because they're doing some really cool stuff online and building the community as we lead up. To All Star Comic Con, which we will be at on June seventh, eighth, and ninth at Tyson's Corner in Virginia, you can get your tickets now. What about you, Beck? Shoutouts? Uh, yeah, I want to. I was on a. I was on a shoot the last five days, and I want to give a shout out to my crew. Everyone worked really, really hard, um, and uh, we had a, a really successful trip. So thank you to my production team, um, especially to Jeff and Shauna, um, and uh, yeah. So that's my. That's my shout out. How about you, Lil? I would like to shout out to um, our cousin Shelly, who texted us that she does a particular dance to the outro music. And then I demanded a video of said dance. She sent it to me with the full knowledge that I would share it on social media, which is very bold. So is that going to be like our, our promo so, video for this? For this episode. Okay. So. Um, all anybody who has listened to this episode but have not seen the internet yet today, well, um, there should be a fabulous video of Shelly at Air Piano dancing her outro music, uh, the outro music to the show, which I just say, amazing, and thank you for sharing. So huge shout out to her uh, for that. Cool. All right. Uh, and Lily, where can people find you? Chichi K Gomez, which I basically oh sorry, Chichi K Gomez. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, it's at tw- Chichi K Gomez. Chichi K Gomez, Chichi Gomez on Twitter. Gomez. I was gonna say at twitter.com, but that doesn't make sense. It's not guys. your email address, Lily. <laughs> you don't work <laughs> there. People, you don't work there. <laughs> I don't work there. No. So yeah. Chichi K Gomez, but basically, if you want to follow me on Twitter, is you're just from now on just going to be reading my conversations with Lons. Like that's all <laughs> I want to do on Twitter is talk to her. So that's and learn about the youth of today, <laughs> who say things like weird flex. Okay, does the okay have to go with the weird flex? Yeah, it's like the, the line is flex? no. Or I have can, to say like okay. the line is like weird flex, but okay. Oh, that's like the burn. It's fine. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's more what it is. And Becky, where can we follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Paper BK Princess. Not trying to show off, Lily. I just, I just know how to. You know, <laughs> say my handle. And yeah. you can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie Pod. Dot com, including our glossary. So things like I told you shows and um, other things we reference, they're all written and described online. So you can follow along and play at home. And um, like I mentioned, we'll be at All-Star Comic Con later uh, next year. And um, uh, we've got the wonderful music of What Does It Eat that we'll kick in right now and we will dance sure. in our chairs. But before we leave, I just wanted to ask you, Shai, how are you? Because you're <laughs> in your new house. Uh, I, I am in the new pancake um, uh, HQ. H- HQ. HQ. There's still yeah. more work to be done store. to get it to get the flagship store. There's still more work to be done, but uh, it is a thrilling experience to be back here. And now I can like spread out again and not be podcasting in bathrooms and stuff. Exactly. Uh, so with that, we dance. We dance. We dance. We dance. Have a great week, guys. Love you. Love you. Have a great week. Guys, like, can we start? Yeah. Here we are. I don't know. Can we? Um, One, two, three.